Are you struggling in an emotionally abusive relationship? Do you wonder if you can make it work or fear trying to get out? Or even know if what you're dealing with is considered emotional abuse? These are the things we're talking about in today's episode of Divorce Etc. with one of our MFGs, that's most favorite guests. She has a new book out called The D Word. We're the ex-experts, Jessica and TH. We focus on helping you navigate your divorce and successfully moving on with your life. Please follow us on all social media at ex-experts and check out xexperts.com for tons of free divorce-related resources. Let's bring in today's guest. Hey everybody, it's TH here and we are super excited always to have Kate Anthony on our show. And she is back because she is a new author of the book, The D Word, making the ultimate decision about your marriage. She's also the host of the critically acclaimed New York Times recommended podcast, The Divorce Survival Guide Podcast. By the way, my favorite episode is It's Not Your Fucking Job. I believe that's episode either 52 or 58, but it's in the 50s. Um, and the groundbreaking online coaching program, should I stay or should I go? Kate is amazing. Certified as a domestic violence advocate, co-parenting specialist, a high conflict divorce coach, and she is our friend and she is here today. So welcome to Divorce Etc. I am so happy to be here. Thank you so much, you guys. I love you. <laughs> we love you. And everyone who listens to you today is going to love you. But we're talking about like a pretty sensitive topic, which is really yes. your area of, of expertise, your specialty. But like, you know, where to even start? I mean, I feel like for people who are listening, they may be in a relationship where they're like, my spouse is an asshole. Like, you know, they treat me like shit and, but they may be struggling with like, people have different definitions in their head of what abuse looks like. And so sure. can you give us like emotional abuse. What is it so that people can understand if that's actually what they're dealing with? Well, I, I want to say one thing. If, if you're, if you're in a relationship with someone who treats you like shit, right? <laughs> like, I don't care if it's abuse or not. Sure. Right. Like, and I think that that is sometimes the, like what people do, right. They get into the minutia of like, well, is it abuse? Is it like, does it qualify? Is it bad enough? Is it like, if someone's treating does you it like matter? That, that doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter what the diagnosis is. If they're a narcissist, if they're an abuser, right. And most victims of domestic violence are, are their brains are so scrambled by um uh the gaslighting so gaslighting is 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 one of the main tactics of an emotional abuser um and really emotional abuse um is sort of a it, it, it a coercive control underpins all forms of abuse and i think emotional abuse is a form of coercive control right emotional abuse is when they're really abusing your emotions abusing your mind um, and gaslighting is the, is the primary tactic. And now it's important to understand that gaslighting is not lying, right? People right. lie all the time in relationships. That's not okay. And it's not healthy. It is lying with the purpose of trying to make you second guess your own experience of reality. And over time, it causes you to actually second guess not just your experience of reality but your reality 
Right. Yeah. Because if you're constantly being told that what you're experiencing, what you remember, what, you know, conversation you had, and, and you're constantly being told that you're wrong and that never happened, or gosh, that didn't happen the way that you said it happened. That's so weird that you would remember it that way. Um, and then you right, you're like, oh my God, that's so weird. I totally remember it the other way. Or you're like, no, that's, that's, that's not true. And you're trying, you're begging them, please. Like, I don't understand. Like, why would you think that? Why, why would you right. tell me that when that's not? And then they're like, wow, you're, you're like, you're really crazy. Like what's wrong with right. you? That's just what I was going to say. Cause then you start to think you are crazy. You start like, crazy. What is wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah. What's the dip? Like, what is coercive control then? Yeah. Coercive control is, is sort of a systematic, um, power play, right. Of where someone is trying to gain power over you and control you, um, coercively, right. Um, they're trying to coerce you into, so it really, it, it is, it's a, it's unfortunately it's kind of vague and nebulous, right. And it's not, uh, I don't think it's very distinct from emotional abuse, but it underpins all, like all abuse is about power and control. Right. Yeah. Right. And, but really more importantly, trying to control you, right. They're trying to control your mind. They're trying to control your money. They're trying to control your physical space, um, have absolute power and control over you. And, um, in, in like any abusive relationship, I think that, you know, one of the reasons that coercive control is becoming more and more talked about is because we, it's now been codified, um, in, I think five States, Massachusetts is like, it passed one, um, one hurdle, uh, last week and it's going on to like the, the state legislature. So, um, you know, it, we're passing legislation against coercive control. We are, it is not criminalized, but it is codified in the state constitutions as a, or the constitutions, I'm not quite sure, um, as a form of domestic violence, right? So it's got to be hard to prove though. Absolutely. I mean, how do you even prove Absolutely. it? Because Absolutely. now you have someone who's, you know, well, victim, right? Trying to prove it, but they are proving that the victim's crazy. So how right. is what you even and, say legit? Like, right. how's anyone going to believe you when you don't believe you? They're not because the, you know, the problem is that, that n nobody in the family court system is required to be educated on any of this. Yeah. So, you know, listen, you, you don't, if most people don't have to go to court to prove they're being coercively controlled. Right. right. So, but, um, I think with other forms of abuse in the fray, those are the ones that are financial abuse. You can, you can hopefully prove, yeah. um, physical abuse. You can hopefully prove, right. um, I hate to say it, right. I hate it's It's terrible that it would have to come to such horrible things. Yeah. Um, but this is where we're at and we have a lot of work to do, but, um, so we're sort of like meandering all yeah. over the place, but yeah. I am, I am. That's, meandering. How, we do it. That's how we do things here at divorce, et cetera. <laughs> Me too. Um, but so emotional abuse is really like, it really will start off with the bigger, the bigger picture with that is the, is the gaslighting. Right. 
Um, it's the power and control. It's trying to, it very often begins with isolation, isolating you from your family, from your friends. Um, you know, like, I just want to spend time with you, right? I just like, I miss you. I don't want you to, don't go out with your family tonight because I miss you. I want to be, I just want to be with you, just you and me, right? And so there's this intoxicating you and me against the world kind of thing. They're really, really, really highs and then devastating lows. Right. And in the lows, there's like, there's decimation, like emotional decimation. And then there's the cycle of abuse that goes on over and over and over again, where, you know, they, they hurt you, they say something, they do something that's just absolutely horrible and makes you feel like you want to die. And then they can't believe that they've done something like that to you. And there's like self-flagellation and they love you and you're the best thing in the world. And, you know, maybe they're flowers, blah, 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 blah. And then, it, you know, you come back into the cycle and this is what creates the trauma bond. Because at that point, at the high, you are getting this massive hit of dopamine. And all you ever want to do is return to the high, right? right? You know, it's there. You've had it. You've had it so often, right? The highest of highs, all right. So, you know, if you just get back to that and each time we think we can make it stay, <laughs> we can right. make it stay. Right. Right. So and it's a slow, it's a slow process. That's right. a, it takes time to really basically brainwash somebody. That's but right. the other thing that I think is really important about understanding emotional abuse is really for the recovery. Yes. I mean, as Jessica and I speak to more and more people, I'm learning so much about my marriage that I didn't know. I, yeah. And, I, and no, if I don't too. put a label on it, does it really matter? But at least I know I'm not alone. That's what putting a label on it makes me feel like. Yes. And that you're not crazy. Because right? there's like a word for this. Like yeah. there are enough of us that they they like created a word for it. Right. And, and then really being able to be in a healthy relationship with yourself with your friends, with your parents and with somebody else, I think you really need to know. I, I, yes, there was a ton of gaslighting going on in my relationship. I don't even think he knew what he was doing, but he was doing it pretty damn well. Yeah. And I needed to figure all that out so that that can't happen to me again. So yeah. maybe it's not to say it because you're in a marriage and that's a reason to get out because of that term, but that's, your path to recovery for sure. I, I, I have, I have actually have a whole episode on this TH. And I think it's so important that you bring it up because the, for me, owning the word victim was really powerful. Yeah. Um, because it allowed me to understand what happened to me and, and why, um, why I felt all the ways that I did. Right. Yeah. Um, so when I finally got to say like, I am a victim and listen, if you want to call yourself a victim, a survivor, a surf, a thriver, whatever. a thriver, right. whatever the hell you want to call yourself, like, I don't care. But for me, and I think what you're speaking to TH is that when I was able to own the, my victimhood, that was what would began to set me free. A hundred percent. That's an yeah. interesting thing though, because I feel like there are a lot of women out there who don't want to identify as a victim. They they don't, that's not how they want to characterize themselves. They want to feel and be 
a woman of strength and someone who has the fortitude to be able to move through it. So what would you say? I know you're saying you can call yourself whatever you want, but like somewhere deep inside, they have to acknowledge that. Yeah. And I think that, and I think that what you said also is really important, Jess, that they're saying like that they want to be, they want to see themselves as strong and powerful and amazing. And you are right. You are, that's why they target you (laughs) because they, you know, they really like the strong and powerful ones for, for, I think two sort of almost distinct reasons. One is that, um, narcissists in particular, attach themselves to people that they want to be like, that they, that, that, that reflect well on them. So of course they chose you because you're amazing. And then also it's more fun to cut you down. Right. Right. Um, so the, um, so I think that, so I think it's really important to understand that first of all, like you, these two things are not uh, they don't negate themselves. Right. No. These two things can coexist. I'm a strong, badass woman. Look at the three of us. All three of us yep. have been victims. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people out there in the world think that we're, you know, pretty great, badass women. Right. I mean, I hope so. You guys. Yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> but, like but, us. but really, but, I mean, right. I think identifying yourself, whether you call it a victim or whatever, that is the number one step of strength. Yes, absolutely. Acknowledging the problem. But also, but to here's it. the other thing that it does is that it lets you off the hook because so many women, and I know you guys probably yeah, went through this themselves. Too, we're like, what's wrong with me? What, what did I, what did I miss? How come I didn't see it? Yeah. Why is he treating me like this? Right. He says he loves me. Why, why, why? I don't understand. I don't understand. And as soon as you go, I'm a victim. Yeah. It kind of lets you off the hook. Yeah. That's yeah. a really good point. That's yeah. a really good point. Um, we're going to pause quick here for a moment. Did you guys know that in addition to the Divorce Etc. podcast, we have an awesome newsletter? We don't clutter your inbox. Instead, we connect with you through our personal stories, give you a little bit of a laugh, and most importantly, some valuable divorce tips. But wait, there's more. You'll also gain exclusive access to our ex-experts divorce rulebook, which you'll use even when your divorce is over as a gentle reminder from your friends that you have a voice, you have choices, and you're not alone. Sign up at exexperts.com. You don't know what you don't know, but the ex-experts do. As parents, we often have gut feelings when something just isn't right. This can be especially true in co-parenting arrangements where one parent is struggling with addiction. If you're co-parenting with an ex-spouse who abuses alcohol, Soberlink can help. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they are not drinking during parenting time. The system's real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection ensure the integrity of each test so you can be confident your kids are with a sober parent. With Soberlink, judges can rest assured that your child is safe, attorneys get court-admissible evidence of sobriety, and your kids are able to maintain healthy relationships with both parents. To sign up and get $50 off your device, visit www.soberlink.com backslash ETC. That's www.soberlink.com backslash ETC. 
So Kate, let's, with all of this knowledge and information and research that you've done and experience in all of this, take us now to the book, which <laughs> the D word, wait, you first have to talk about the fact that you have a fake cover. Okay, so we're doing a fake cover contest because look, it's called the D word, making the ultimate decision about your marriage. And a lot of people can't buy this book and have it sitting on their nightstand, right? Yeah. The people who most need it can't actually like, you know. So and even download it on your Kindle. You can't have that title. No, right? Amazon is, is unless you have a separate Amazon account, I really want to caution women that even if you have a separate, you know, unless you have a separate Amazon account, do not buy this on Audible, do not buy it on Kindle and do not buy it from Amazon. There are, I actually have on my website, uh, a list of ways that you can buy this book safely um, from other, other um, booksellers and just other ways that you may want to sort of finagle, right? right? Um, because um, that's going to be really important. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but as part of this, we've, I, we did this um, fake cover contest where we had people submit names of books that your husband would never pick up in his life. Um, and then we narrowed them down to four, and so many menopause and period um, uh, submissions. <laughs> um, one of my one of my personal favorites was um, instruction manual. <laughs> this is a book called Instruction Manual. It should be called the Menopause Instruction Manual, and then you've got That's like right. you definitely like, never right. That's right. And so then we 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 put it to a vote and had a um a final of you know a final version made. And so it's super fun. Like, you know, you can get that on my website and you can um but also, you know, there are there just there are other ways. There are ways. I know women who have them stashed in their car. I know um there are little covers that you can buy on Amazon. Sure. Um, you know, that like, you know, cover. Their Bibles in, yeah. you know, little, right. They have those, yeah. but you know, Bible covers. Um, and I hope this will become your Bible. So tell us about it. I mean, the, chapters, yeah, let, the, names really... the chapters are so like relatable and the book is meaty. Well, and it's easy to navigate. I mean, look, I have to be honest. I, ha I have received so many books on divorce from all of our ex-experts. <laughs> my book. I got a book for you. You want to read a book? You Sure, I want to read a book. But literally reading the beginning of of Kate's book, the introduction, I'm like, I think I might actually want to read this. You're right. <laughs> no offense to all of you who have sent me books. They are all great. It draws but you in. The story yeah. about Kate and she's being totally totally vulnerable with herself and her personal experience to tell you what you don't know. And and to, you, can you can put do yourself better, in her, different. like you can feel it, you, you're yeah. there. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's the stages that you're presumably going through, even if you don't necessarily have to start at chapter one, the chapters are clearly labeled, you can see where you need to go in the book. So what yeah. what made you wanna write a second book? This particular oh, This is my book. first book. This is this her is first my, book. Oh, this I think I thought, book. okay, okay. Okay. No, this is my first book. What would make me write a second book? I, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I think what how, why, I wanted to write this because I, I think I had enough people nagging me about it, first of all, um, <laughs> that I was like, fine, I'll do it. 
Um, and then my, it was also my son and he was like, mom, when are you going to write your book? When are you going to write your book? And I was like, I, you don't look at your kid and not step into the person that they clearly see you as, you know? Right. So That's that so was nice. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So take us through it. What are people learning from the book? Oh my gosh. Um, they're learning. So the first chapter is, is it them or is it me? Right. Cause that's the, that's always like, ah, I, yeah. you know, it, am I, am I the crazy one? Is there something wrong with me? Um, and then we, you know, the first, the first part is really when you're trying to make this decision. Um, the first part is all about self because when you are, we're putting the focus on the other person what they're doing, who they are and all of that, you know, when we've been in certainly abusive relationships, but even in an unhealthy, unhappy, whatever marriage for as long as, as many of us are, we just kind of lose our sense of self. And I don't know how you make a major decision for yourself and your life without, no, without having a solid sense of your capital S self, right? Mm -hmm. Who am I? So really the first part of the book takes you through that. Um, and then of course, I get on my feminist soapbox and <laughs> I talk about why women are so unhappy in their marriages today. But why it um, benefit you it is like why women are so unhappy, but why marriage benefits men. Yes, right. How why are women so unhappy in their marriages? How marriage exhausts women and benefits men. Benefits men. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, so I so I go off Can on you that. Give us a sneak peek on that. Um, sure. Um, you know, like what's the, look, if you had to sum up the message of that chapter of the book, like how it exhausts women and how it benefits men. I think that some people, particularly men would be like, what do you mean? And why is it only benefiting me? Right. It's for the same reason that all the things. You guys, it's for the same reason that TH loves my, not your fucking job episode, because we're doing yeah. all the work. Right. I do. Doing I love it. All the work. Yeah. yeah. And they benefit from it. Yeah. Right. Even in with two working uh, partners, working parents, when it comes to domestic labor, women do exponentially more yeah. um, than than men do. Yeah. And it is, um, you know, then there's like, oh, but you should have asked. Right. So then we're that now I'm the project manager. Right now, like I, I don't want to have to ask, do right. I need to, do I need to tell you that we're out of toilet paper? Do I need to ask you to go to the grocery store? Do I need to make a honeydew list to tell you that we are out of toilet paper? Right. Really? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's all, there's all of that. Um, I actually like the next one, but I love him. I love that. It's I mean, hard. It's hard. I heard it on. I heard it on some podcast. Someone was saying, oh, "I tried to tell Jessica this, and I messed it up a little bit." But it was like you're trying to explain the situation, and it's so negative, and then you end it with, "But I love him," and it's like, wait a second, right? <laughs> you're well, uh, just yeah, said? yeah. And you also, I also get all the time, like, "But he's a really good guy." Yeah. Yeah, but just that's not how in I got, the that's ways how I ended you need. The last one. <laughs> like, is he? Right, right. And he, you know, I hear all the time he's a he he's really abusive to me, but he's a really great dad. Oh, no, the fuck, he's not. How is that a great dad? Right, he's, he's demonstrating and showing your kids. Yeah, 
right what a, a a bad relationship is supposed to look like and don't we want all of our kids to be shown examples of loving respectful relationships so for everyone out there listening to that like take that in for a minute because at the end of the day look it's better for them to be a good dad than a terrible dad but if they're not treating you the way that you deserve to be treated they're not a good dad no if you're destabilizing person right and if you're destabilizing the foundation of the family right which is the relationship between mom and dad right then you're not i'm sorry there's would you say that the book is like likely for people who kind of have that nagging feeling inside where they sort of already know the answer listen you're not going to pick this book up at at barnes and noble if you're in a really happy marriage no that's not what i'm saying but i feel like we can i think it's fair to say that there are people in relationships and like even the people that were in your group therapy group like there are some people who their problems are not kind of to the magnitude where you're like i can't live like this anymore and right. then there are people who really, it's like, this is an unhealthy relationship. So I, I feel like the people who genuinely love each other, but have their typical, normal, acceptable, least yeah. socially acceptable disagreements or whatever, are not likely the people to pick up your book. The people to pick up your book are likely the people that are going down the road. Yes. The divorce. yes. I'm only bringing this up because Teach and I talk a lot. Like there are people who are like, you know, trolls online who are you know berating us for advocating for divorce and we're always like we're not advocating oh i know i uh, this is i'm not working out great right but if this is the path you have where you are we want to best educate you so that you're in a situation to be able to do it the right way for yourself and your family and i feel like that's the book i want to also outline because you wrote it in here um this book is for the reader who Uh, For the woman who wants to know if the grass really is green or on the other side. She wants to know how she ended up in a marriage that makes her this unhappy in the first place and how to avoid doing it again. Or she wants to know that if she leaves, she's not going to screw up her kids and that she'll be okay in the end. That's who this book is for. And Kate covers all of the particulars and all of the things you have to think about Nobody has your answers. Nobody does. But what we, the three of us, all our purpose is, is to educate you. So you can make educated, smart decisions that you can live with and walk away or stay or do whatever you do without any guilt, without questioning yourself. And a hundred percent, if you think you are going crazy, then this is something you really need to stop and look at. I remember when I got the phone call that my ex was having this long-term affair and engaged and all that shit. And the first thing I said after I told her she saved my life was, holy shit, I'm not crazy. Crazy. That's right. I can't even explain the revelation of that to people who are not in that position. I thought I was losing my mind. Who Girl. The hell am I? What the hell is going on here? But I can't even stop yeah. it. It's like a roller coaster that I don't know how to get off of. And just having that huge relief that day, that's like goes down as one of the greatest 
this days of my life, May 8th, 2008, a Thursday at the JCC, 2.20 in the afternoon. I know it all because it was like, that's the first day I could see again. Right. And so these things, everybody, I mean, we can go into all of the chapters right. and we're doing Instagram live around this and Kate is fully accessible and you have to follow her on social and all of the things you can find her all over the X experts website, but it's hard to make decisions when you don't know what you don't know. And you know, CH, I appreciate laid it out. I appreciate what you said about it being, you know, you need the education, right? And and to me, that is what I wanted this book to be. Mm -hmm. I, I can't give you the answer, but I can certainly educate you about all the places to look right. within yourself, within your relationship and within society yeah. for the answers. Yeah. And that's the education that I have attempted to provide in this book. No, you definitely provided it. Yeah. And, you know, and then I give you like, okay, what, how does divorce even work? Cause people are like, well, I don't know. Like, yeah. can I, like, should I, should I do this? Like if, wait, hold on. Like what, are, what are the things, right? You want to know yes. before you start yeah. what would it even mean? Right. Yeah. So I hope I have, I hope I've done that. Well, I think you, <laughs> I think, think you, you know, have. you have done it. Yes. And you're being humble, but I think you know you have done it or you would not have published it and put it out to the world. That's yeah, true. that's true. Give yourself the applause <laughs> that you deserve. <laughs> huge accomplishment. It is. No, it is. It, it is. is. It is. And and we appreciate it because we, you know, we have such a similar motivation as you do. Like, you know, our whole thing here at X Experts, here at the Divorce Etc. podcast is like. How can we help people who, like TH said, don't know what they don't know? And how can we help, you know, give them the strength and the and the information to be able to move forward with it? So, um, like TH said, we'll we'll be doing more around the book, Instagram Live, and things like that, so that people have a, even more of an idea because it, there's way too much to to do in this one episode. <laughs> you can't give it all away. We, now right, you gotta exactly. go get it. Exactly. But honestly, Kate, like for, thank you on behalf of everybody for what you do and for everyone listening, if you've enjoyed this po episode of the Divorce Etc. podcast with the ex-experts today, then can you help a few girls out? Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review our Divorce Etc. podcast because that actually helps us bump it up on the list on podcast platforms so more people can find us and we can help support them as they're going through divorce and beyond. Check the show notes for more info on Kate, her new book, her program, Should I Stay or Should I Go, and more. And of course, share this episode with anyone you know who can benefit from listening, which is probably everyone that you know who's in a rocky marriage. Have a great day.